Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you joining me on this chapter of the day journey today where we find ourselves in Genesis 46. And it was verses 3 through 4 that resonated in me this morning. It says, God said to Israel, I am God, the God of your father. He said, do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again. And Joseph's own hand will close your eyes. Today's podcast is entitled, Knowing and Not Knowing. When I was a kid, many years before Top Gun was a thing, I wanted to be a naval aviator. (laughs) I'm not sure how this developed in me, though I'm pretty sure the television show Black Sheep Squadron and the movie Midway were somewhat involved. I wore a sailor cap all the time. I read my Uncle Bud's Navy manual that I found on a bookshelf. I corresponded with him about his experiences in the Navy during the Korean War. Those are letters I regretfully did not save. At some point after what seemed like a period, long period of correspondence in those days, Uncle Bud said he wanted to have a talk with me. He wanted to give me a reality check regarding what life was really like for him in the Navy during the war. He wanted to share with me the things I was not asking him about as I looked at his stories through rose-colored aviator goggles. My desire to be a naval aviator quickly died after that, and it's okay. I consider this a good thing in retrospect. In today's chapter, God speaks directly to Israel and assures the elderly patriarch that he should take his entire family and all that he has and go down to see his son Joseph in Egypt. God even foreshadows what will happen next. The clan is going to grow exponentially in Egypt. And God, he says, will bring Jacob back. Now, there's a double meaning in this. Yes, Jacob's body will be returned and buried in the family tomb. We'll read that in a couple of chapters. But God is also foreshadowing the next chapters in the great story when God will deliver and lead the nation of Israel's descendants out of Egypt through the wilderness and to the promised land in the book of Exodus. And what stood out to me as one who knows the story well is that God omits any mention of Israel's descendants being enslaved in Egypt for hundreds of years as they become a great nation there. Looking at this as an isolated incident on merely a earthly human level, well, it just seems downright unjust and unfair. Yet, along my spiritual journey, I have personally learned and observed that struggles and trials and difficulties are requisites for spiritual maturity in this life. And this isn't hidden. It's stated directly in multiple places, in multiple ways throughout the great story. Now, if I had forewarning of every difficulty I have personally faced on my life journey, I'm quite certain I would have opted out of most of them, just like I opted out of my childhood dream of being a naval aviator. In hindsight, I see now that opting out 
would have been to my detriment in so many of my life struggles. Yes, I would have avoided painfully difficult circumstances, but I also would have avoided the wisdom and spiritual maturity that was forged in me through them. And that, I realize from my current waypoint on life's road, would have been eternally detrimental to me. During the quiet this morning, I find myself looking back and being grateful for both stretches of difficulty on life's road as well as times of deliverance and protection. They are equally important chapters in my story, just as they are in the great story. And I find that an important reminder as the deliverance of Israel's clan in today's chapter leads to hundreds of years of slavery between the final chapter of Genesis and the first chapter of Exodus. I am off to a little long personal retreat weekend, my friend. I will see you back here on Monday next week. Have a great day.